Hello, we are Knut, Eivind and Johanne from MER and you're now listening to the Perrocast. Welcome back to another episode of the Procast. As you just heard, I have Knut Avent and Johanne from Norwegian Progressive Pop Orchestra, Mir, uh, on Skype here with me today. And it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you guys. How are you doing up there? We're great. Yeah. It's so good. Nice it's that we could uh, join you. Yeah. It's really cold, but it's uh, it's good. It's good. It's really cold. <laughs> it's really really cold. Um, you guys just released your second album, which is called Playing House, last week on January 29th through Charisma Records. And I guess not a lot of people uh, in the prog world out there in the worldwide prog scene know you so far, but I think that's changing right now. Um, so why don't you start uh, with a little introduction of the band, how you started out, what has been your story so far? Yeah, we are um, eight um, people from um, the east uh, of Norway. Uh, we are... Uh, the deep forest the of deep... Hedmark. Yes. <laughs> 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 We've been playing together for quite a while. Uh, we actually started as a duo back in... Uh, 2008, uh, Ivin and myself, Johanna, we uh, uh, started playing together as we uh, were in the same class in uh, high school. Uh, and uh, then we, uh, as the years went by, we got our friends to join uh, as we made more and more crazy music. So we needed more people. Yeah, I think we've been a proper band since uh, 2011, maybe? Yeah. yeah. With all of the members. Yeah. yeah, the lineup got together for actually for the uh, we made an EP that came out in uh, 2012, and that's where and that was when the original line or the lineup uh, came together, and that's yeah, and that's uh, still the current lineup today. And I'm really grateful that we are still, you know, all the same people that started out when we were just uh, kids. It's really, I for me, it's really really special to be. You know, for for like eight years, nine years, we still the same people, just having fun and making music together. Because it doesn't feel, it doesn't, it never feels like work. Or of course, sometimes it's boring and it's <laughs> and, and it can be really, really, uh, you know, heated discussions. Because you have, of course, is my sister, and Ivan is her husband, and so uh, we can get uh, you know a bit personal, personal at times. But it's sort of a family also, business. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family business, yes, yes. Yeah, and also uh, Mats and uh, Osa uh, were also in our class uh, in high school. And uh, Ingvild... And they were was... actually dating. <laughs> for... Yeah, they were actually dating for a while. <laughs> for some months. <laughs> uh, b- before uh, they joined uh, the band. Uh, and uh, Ingvild is uh, from the class between us and Knut. Yes. And... Ole was Knut's piano teacher in high school. And <laughs> so Morten, I... who plays the bass, he lives next door to us. He's yeah, his closest neighbor. neighbor. So yeah. it's really tight-knit uh, kind of band. Uh, and that I think it gives us some advantages. 
even though it can be a little bit um, heated in some discussions sometimes. But yeah. Yeah, but it's better. It was worse worse before. But uh, maybe we should say a little bit about our music and not just about our relationships. <laughs> oh, this is about the uh, Yeah, let's, let's work through some stuff now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned all the members now and you also mentioned that Ulle is playing the piano, for example, and that uh, Morten is playing the bass. But you said, yeah, there's eight members and I think it's quite unusual for for a normal rock or pop band or whatever to have eight members. And of course, it's very, very interesting what kind of lineup this is in terms of instrumentation. Mm. Yeah, we uh, we use a lot of strings uh, in our music. Also plays the violin and Ingvild plays the viola. Um, yeah, so uh, it's really. What should we say, Ivan? You yeah. have something to say about that? Well, I guess uh, at the time when we were uh, starting up as a proper band, um, I was uh, studying orchestration uh, at the university, uh, so it uh, just felt natural to <laughs> ask Osa uh, Ingvild to join. Yeah, and at first, uh, Ivan often uh, wrote all the music also for the strings, but. Um, now we compose uh, a lot more collectively, so everyone just brings their uh, their things into the mix. Yeah, for the first couple of years there was a lot of sheet music on stage. <laughs> it's uh, very weird now. But now paper is uh, it's oh, we lost off Knut. the table. I think Knut maybe got lost in the internet. Or are you there, Knut? We'll see if he rejoins us. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not live. We can edit this later if we want. Sure. Um, yeah. But we can also just like continue talking and see if he will rejoin. Yeah. Yeah, he probably <laughs> will. Um, so yeah, you you mentioned that now you 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 um, the composing process is more more collectively with the whole band, and um, yeah, I think you were. Um, your mu music is definitely quite uh, special. Ah, there's Knut. Hey, welcome Hi. back. <laughs> um, so yeah, wh where do you get your influences from musically? Where do you see your your musical identity or or your musical face uh, or however you want to call it? <laughs> it's really all over the place. Uh, Mary's kind of like. Uh, uh, inspirational uh, free zone where you can just bring in anything you like. Yeah, we don't really have any limits or rules uh, as of what we can uh, put into our music. So it's uh, we didn't start out thinking now we want to make a prog uh, rock band. We just want to make uh, whatever music uh, that comes natural to us and is fun to play around with. Yeah, we actually started out more like chamber jazz <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, we I think you, have... you can still hear a lot of the jazz influences in in the music. You know, the chords often are you, to get into the nerdy stuff, like uh, four um, four tones or five tones in the chords. You know, with the sevenths and yeah. nines and all that. So I think that's kind of the like the, the basis. And we we actually use a lot of time on chords. That's something we really discuss a lot. Yeah. You know, the progressions and stuff like that. And you can hear it in the music as well. And we always 
we are kind of allergic to to obvious chord progressions and stuff like that. So I think I think like the chords is a really big uh, driving force, you know, in the way we write music. And but you, you of course a lot of us have classical backgrounds, and I think that also is very uh, you can hear that a lot. And also the backgrounds from like theater and you know the there's a lot of drama and development we're really into that and also you can, something you also find in you know classical music the way we also and uh, you know themes musical themes uh, uh, using and those since, to since yeah. we are uh, since we are eight uh, different people we have a lot of different inspirations and like. Uh, uh, Morten, the bass player, he's more mostly into jazz. While and Ivan, you are more. You have listened a lot to metal and rock. Yeah, I'm our um, prog alibi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and also like, the not the drummer is also is like fifty-fifty prog and jazz, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm more into like pop and soul music, maybe, and uh, Knut has done some classical training, so. It's really a mixture of a lot of things. Yeah, I yeah. think if you, if, if you make a Venn diagram of all these uh, genres, then uh, Mir is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's, uh, so we've thought about it, that is it a challenge to make it sound um, like one sound or one, uh, one band? So we've been working a lot of, with that to make the sound that is us, since we uh, have no rules in what we can do, but... Uh, I like that we have actually come out on the other side with a very specific sound. You can say that it's mere yeah. uh, the se yeah. second you hear it, I think. So, yeah, I think so. But I, I, the way I think of it, it's coming back to the chord thing. I think it's really about a lot, lot of chord instrumentation, but also about how we, uh, you know, harmonic, harmonically how we think. It's really, it's really, I think we've found in the in terms of harmonics, we have found kind of a set of rules how we how what kind of chords and what kind of progressions we can use to sound like mad. I think that's maybe the most uh, the place where we, we have most rules or most not rules, but we have found like a language, you know, uh, harmonically. Yeah, that's 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 a great uh, way to put it. I think. Um, it was like Playing House was recorded uh, mainly at uh, Ocean Sound Recording, uh, as I see yeah. here in the press uh, briefing, so to speak. Um, Lepers are just now there uh, um, write, streaming. writing a song with their fans. You, uh, when you went to the studio, did you have the, the songs and the arrangement all worked <laughs> out or did you, did you go into the studio and continued working on them or did you only like right in the studio actually like lepers are doing now it was uh, actually a little bit of both we have some of the songs were uh, quite finished already when we got there uh, yeah. and and uh, some were uh, the first track on the album picking up the pieces was really not uh, it was basically written the day before we uh, went to the studio yeah it was yeah. and uh, and we did a lot of of it as we were there as well and uh, me and Knut we wrote uh, some of the lyrics while we were there because we didn't have time to uh, record uh, vocals and not all of the vocals were ready but uh, it was very inspirational just to be there it's an amazing place uh, out in the west of 
west coast of Norway. Yeah, all the listeners should just uh, go and Google Ocean Sun recordings uh, <laughs> yeah, right it's now. Yeah, beautiful. I think actually, yeah. yeah. It, Sorry. There's also there's also a um, like next next week or or this week actually uh, there's a um, other another Norwegian band called Heave Blood and Die uh, yeah. releasing an album Post People and that was also recorded there. And the first time I heard about the studio was through I Am The Morning, who recorded a live session there. And I think you, we will be able to f you will be able to find some videos on YouTube as well. And like, the, the, the two videos from Heave Blood and Die are also shot in, like, in a li live session that they recorded in the studio. It's beautiful, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and sometimes there were like seals coming up from, because it's like two meters from the ocean. So then we had to just stop recording and just, oh, it's a seal, and then we had to look at the seal. <laughs> and then we could continue recording. So yeah, it was really magical. And it's so, so special to be able to, you know, take the whole band and just be gone for a week, away from everything. It's really, and you know, you, you sleep in the second floor, Actually, there were so many people, so there were, were no um, were no bed for me. So I just took like sofa cushions, <laughs> <laughs> slept on those. So, but it was yeah, it was really intense and really magical to be there. Um, yeah, you you mentioned the the vocal or harmony arrangements, or also with together with the lyrics that you did. Um, the first song that I heard of you was, of course, the first single from the new album. Um, Across the ocean, and yeah. there's uh, this is one of the songs where there's a little bit more where you are you Knut are a little bit more uh, in the lead vocal role. I had the feeling. So when you, when you write the songs and and develop the vocal har melodies, harmonies, and lyrics, how do you decide who's gonna sing more like prominently as a lead vocalist in which song? It just depends on who is uh, who has had the most coffee when we're uh, at rehearsal. <laughs> 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 who, yeah, uh, and, yeah, and who who like vibes with the uh, with the thing? I guess. I yeah, guess sometimes I, it, it yeah. comes uh, it comes natural with the song. Actually, I think Knut mainly does more more of the softer and uh, more poetic songs, and I'm more of the rock. Uh, tunes maybe now that uh, now that you say it yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. true <laughs> i think that's a f the interesting dynamic because you know in most uh, at least in metal you always have this uh, screaming uh, male vocalist and the uh, very clean operatic uh, female <laughs> so it's cool to just change that dynamic yeah and and we like to do a lot of things uh, to sing together as well because our voices are, can be very similar uh, if we just uh, uh, sing the same uh, things we can really just uh, <laughs> it's sometimes scary how much we sound alike i think yeah and we all we have you know we have sung together all our lives so uh, when we didn't have our ipads you know thank god when we were small so we, when we when we went on vacation in the car we just sang you know for hours so i think that kind of developed uh we have like a a telepathic uh, communication you know when we <laughs> when we sing together so we like end and uh, notes at the same time and you know singing making 
you know, harmonizing is really just comes comes natural. So it's mm -hmm. not something we actually have to plan. And and often I make melodies that I can't sing myself. So then it's easier to let Johanna does it do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and for yeah, like. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so yeah, often it's like, oh, this is too low for me, or this is too high for me, can we just switch and let me do that, you know? But the, the lyrics for me, I think, because Johanna has written most of the lyrics, but I've also written maybe like a quarter of the lyrics, and Johanna has written three quarters. And often for me, it just comes with the melody, you know? The words just across the ocean, it just comes with the, with the melody. But I think Johanna has a more like, you have a more... Uh, more intellectual way of doing lyrics. I'm not so interested in what it means. I just uh, like the way it sounds. But uh, I think Johanna is more. You have to, you 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 really want to have a, a story and a meaning. And yeah, but then it's clear, uh, it, it's clear, quite cool uh, because uh, Knut often has like an uh, just an idea, a sentence comes to mind, and then uh, I have to make something out of it. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, I, so I write from that, and that can be inspiring as well when someone just gives you uh, a line and uh, and just see how it goes and uh, yeah. make a world from it. So mm -hmm. yeah, and that that really goes for the music as well. You know, we we play off each other and bounce ideas of, ideas of each other, and that's you know, I, I think that's that that goes for any band, I guess. But I think it's really special that. The music wouldn't have been like it is if it, you know, these people in the room at the same time, and that's what comes out of it. And same with lyrics, you know, it, it's it uh, happens because those people are there in that moment. I think that's uh, special. You sound like such a bunch of hippies. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine with me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we we just talked about across the ocean and that it was the first single, but there was also yeah this this video uh, coming with it where you um, where it was basically a montage of you playing live, and I guess that was uh, w was the song actually um, when when you played live and made these recordings this. Uh, recordings for the video um did you actually play that song already or when it, it 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 was from a concert yes but uh, it was uh, we had to make some adjustments to make it work with the video but uh, uh, the video is actually made uh, it was filmed at a little festival that uh, takes place uh, in our mother's backyard actually where <laughs> Knut and I grew up in the forest of Tangin so we have made that festival for 10 years. It's called Finstafest. Um, so it was really nice to like welcome the world home to us. So yeah. And also and with the lake, with the lake Mjösa, and that's uh, right where uh, nearby where we we grew up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the I think it, it uh, did a great job, but. Uh, transporting this kind of yeah carefree summer holidays atmosphere <laughs> that yeah. like that that is that is coming from the song itself from 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 the music but the 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 video made made a good uh yeah visual uh component to to that same feeling 
Um, it's sort of every everything you miss right now, being at the festival uh, in in the sun with your friends. So yeah. it was recorded back in uh, uh, 2018. Yeah, way before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it's also where most of the album, like the 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 mo- or the sketches for the songs were made in our childhood home. We have uh, when we have like a band week there and. Yeah wrote most of the album there actually yeah we do some workshops out there in the forest let's call it what it is band camp, <laughs> yeah. band camp. It's this one time of that camp no. yeah. <laughs> yeah so just get together there and uh, stay there for maybe four or five days and uh, get up play music eat drink play more music yeah, yeah. and rinse and repeat yeah um, the, the second single, uh, Beehive, uh, has a very different vibe, of course, and also a very different video. The video uh, you released uh, coinciding with the album release. And yeah, it's um, a very uh, energetic song, um, like a heavier energy to that song. And also, as we established earlier, this one is uh, uh, kind of um, yeah presented first and foremost, uh, by you, Johanna, as, as lead singer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a very, very good representation of the album. If you have these two singles, you, you have like these two kind of different styles, not, not really different styles, but the different elements that can make up the mirror sound. Yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. It's, it's yeah, they're sort of on the different uh, ends of the scale of yeah. the mere scale. Yeah. yeah, it was actually the first track written for the album. Yeah, I wrote it right after we released our debut album in 2016. So, so Beehive, uh, yeah, Beehive has been one of the favorites on our live uh, shows for a long time. It's been really fun to play, uh, to play on concerts. So um, yeah, and we, I love how it turned out on the album as well. It's um, yeah, I'm just seeing cool. <laughs> on, on, on on Spotify that you released a single in in 2016 with Beehive and wh- where do we go from here? Is that yeah. so? So were this like earlier versions and you re-recorded them for the album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were actually produced by uh, Johanna Knut's uh, other brother. Yes, yeah. <laughs> keep it in the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so we just uh, re-recorded them for uh, for the album. We took them with us to uh, Ocean Sound. Beehive is pretty similar, but uh, where do we go from here is uh, completely changed. Yeah, I, because I, uh, yeah. I do have to check out the the older version then, because yeah, the the album version is the penultimate song on the album, and it 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 fits nicely between the two quite heavy and proggy she goes and lay it down um so it's, it's a nice mellow resting point before the final onslaught so to speak yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's, it's also uh, actually recorded live in, in the studio there yeah in that's uh, one lake take. yeah it's one take so it's from uh, from not, uh, the, not the first take but <laughs> not the take. first take we well, like yes 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 <laughs> So we recorded it in a late uh, in the night when we were in the studio and like yeah fuck well, let's just do let's just try try make this uh, make make it into something else because we already had it but we knew we wanted to do something different with it and I think that also is really important for us because we're so many people that we can we can 
uh, you know, take just groups of the, the ensemble and do stuff because it can be excessive, you know, if everyone is playing at the same time and we have big strings and everything all the time. So I think that's something we have really learned and also uh, through playing like uh, unplugged shows mm -hmm. uh, that we learn to like, uh, where can we take it down? Where can we do like, yeah, you know, to get dynamics because mm -hmm. uh, it's, the music is usually very, you know, dense. So, so finding ways to like <laughs> undense it and also <laughs> finding dynamic a place where you can make it more dynamic. I think it's really important. And I think we have really matured in that way. <laughs> wow, that sounds wow. so good. <laughs> I want to go back to Beehive for a second again yeah. uh, because I was just uh, looking up the video again and then scrolling through the comments and then there was like, I think the, 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 the last comment when I scrolled down was... Um, uh, was something like this should be the new Bond movie song, and I was okay, like, "That's an accident." <laughs> and I was like, "I've been saying that since I heard the album the first time, like two weeks ago." <laughs> so I'm not the only one who thinks that. <laughs> no, it's kind of on purpose. Uh, also, <laughs> maybe yeah, we have this uh, sort of rule uh, that we want to have one Bond song here yeah, for each album. <laughs> So on the last album, it was Valentina in the Sky, the last track. Yeah. So go check uh, check out Valentina in the Sky and see yeah. if you guys think yeah, that's it's a not, it's not It's not as obvious. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think also it's so cool with the video that Beth made. It's uh, because we gave her like full... Uh, she could, we told her to do whatever she wanted and she made all these, you know, these uh, female shapes. And that's also something you always find in the bottom movies in the start. Yeah, in, 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 you know, yeah. with the song, it's always these silhouettes with the ladies doing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. Know, sexy ladies. <laughs> and that was so perfect. Because so I think maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe we should just she... pitch it as a Bond uh, theme. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, not? I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure if you pitch a Bond uh, song or even <laughs> someone comes to you. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I really hope you guys uh, will find a bigger audience with Playing House because it's it's brilliant. Um, and um, uh, I just can um, yeah put my signature underneath the review that my lovely colleague Evelina wrote on the proc space so you guys out there can also check out the review definitely go check out playing host on spotify or bandcamp or wherever um before we end this interview we have a little section at the end of our uh episodes that we like to call what's in your walkman where i ask my guests what they've been listening to lately if there has been anything that you guys that stood out that you guys want, would want to um yeah, plug or, or, or yeah, give a shout out to. <laughs> uh, since we released the album, uh, a lot of people has compared us to Bent Knee, which I had never heard of before. So I've been listening a lot. So listening a lot to Bent Knee. It's a good call. Yeah. yeah and also, that goes for me too. I started listening to the Deer Hunter because I haven't listened to them before either. So it's really that's has been a really, really nice to because we've always struggled with like. Who who are our, 
if you like, what do we actually sound like? You know, to, that's also always a question again. So it was it has been really nice with the with the reviews and everything to get some input on who who to like have as references, even though there haven't been been references when we made music. But it's yeah, really cool to hear all these people who are doing kind of the same thing. Yeah, and I've just been listening to my my, my other band because I'm releasing and that yeah, plug it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, plug it, sister. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Do you have so, a single already out? Anything that I could play, put into a playlist? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, my band's called the uh, Paper Crown. Uh, so uh, back of my mind uh, is not maybe for uh, all the prog listeners out there. It's more pop, but um, yeah, I sing. So, yeah, it's music. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. Album released on February 19th. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Two weeks. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, um, we, we also, we already had like people recommending Dua Lipa, what not in the What's in Your Walkman section. Anything goes really. And that's the cool <laughs> thing about it. Um, yeah, I, I've listened to the Dualipa album so much, so yeah, I accept that. But also, Hades Town, the Broadway musical soundtrack, Hades Town. I think that for Broadway people would really love it. It's really good. It's not, it's not Broadway musical like you would. When I say the word, you think of something else. But it's a really good track if you like, uh, like uh, yeah, progressive cool. stuff. And Hades Town, the musical, is really good, and the lyrics are so beautiful. So I really recommend it. Cool. I, w I will definitely put that into the playlist. I also brought three um, three entries today, as uh, most of the time. Um, the first one would be, because I thought it's so cool, you guys not only have a violin, but you also have a viola in your band. And that reminded me of a French, very weird French band called Tal, with two A. So not two, oh. but Tal. And sadly, they're not around anymore, I think. Um, they're very obscure underground. And they had an album called Sky Mind. Uh, and on that album is a song. I will have to check which one it was. With a very awesome viola solo on it. <laughs> oh, cool. I, I, I just I just checked it uh, on the side. The album is from two thousand three, so it's been a while. <laughs> um, but I love this album so much. It's so weird, but so much fun. And um, yeah, also a lot of um, strings and uh, whatnot, chamber orchestra um, instruments. Uh, the other one, I'm not sure if uh, there. I think there's not uh, <laughs> there's not a single out yet, but maybe I can just put an older song because I just received a promo copy of Swedish band Act. They play oh, really yeah. really cool progressive pop music as well, like a little bit more in the dream theater meets pop yeah. music vein. But uh, I've been a fan for them of them for for a long time. And we played the, together with them at the festival. They're really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and shout out to you in the Prudrock Society here in Norway. <laughs> they have really made a platform for us to do shows and meet new fans and stuff, and other bands as well. So they have been really great people. Cool. Yeah, the new Act EP drops in, on February 26th. It's called Heat Wave, and I just received it today, or we received it yesterday, and I listened to, to it today like 
four times or so. Um, so it's it's another EP. I think they, it's the second EP in a, in a row of four EPs they wrote. Um, and f last but not least, my crazy friends from the UK, Azur, dropped their new single, Mistress, yesterday with a very funny, cool video, uh, almost being blown away by the British wind. Um, go check it out, guys. I will put all these um, songs, of course, in the playlist, as always, together with some cool mayor stuff. One last thing, where does the album name come from? <laughs> oh, that's a bit convoluted, actually. So... But uh, it, yeah, it comes from it comes from it comes from the lyrics of the first song, picking up the pieces. Yeah, yeah. You know so the, the, the whole, phrase uh, "playing yeah. house." It's uh, you know uh, pretending to be an adult, like uh, most of us feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel a lot of people say "playing house," like a house where you play in, but yeah. it's actually the act of playing house. So but it, it can in, be a little bit of both, actually. It can be a little bit of both, but oh, okay. the whole line, yeah. So, okay, let's not get into it, but yeah, <laughs> it's about <laughs> pretending to be an adult, yeah. <laughs> and and one very, very last question, where does the band name come from? <laughs> That's also a long story, no? <laughs> <laughs> Another half an hour, okay. Uh, the Norwegian word uh, M-E-R is uh, actually just a word for more, more, more. And yeah. uh, that was one of the words that came up when we wanted to make a uh, band name because we're maximalists. We always want to add more. <laughs> so we added another E as well to the name. <laughs> so it's M-E-E-R. Uh, and that's also a word for, uh, you know, uh, the ocean. Uh, in German as well. Like it is yeah. in Germany. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and that also, we felt like it resonated with our music, so... Um, yeah, because we were talking about uh, somewhere, including water, because we were looking out at uh, Mjösa, the biggest lake in Norway, <laughs> and we were trying to find a name, and then, yeah, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Also because uh, our last name, Tedland Extended, no one was able to remember it, so we had to find something uh, Something easy. short. Yeah, <laughs> short <laughs> and catching. <clears throat> Awesome guys. I'm uh really happy uh that to have that album in my life because it's so happiness inducing. I hope you guys out there go check it out. Um I'm think the next episode that we're gonna have is gonna be a little bit more brutal, a little bit more heavy. Looks like the next episode we're gonna have is uh, with a Swedish band called Humanity's Last Breath. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> so we have a nice uh kind of mix of uh yeah, the the various uh, ends on the scale of what prog music can be, which is very cool. I really love it. Thanks, guys, for taking the time. Uh, it was great to talk to you, and I can't wait to see you live one day. <laughs> yeah, thank you so, thank you so much. much. Thank you. Thank you so it much was... for having us, and we uh, yeah. look very much forward to tour all of Europe and all the world to play. <laughs> In some time. Yeah. <laughs> some time. Someday. <laughs> All right. To you listeners out there, thank you for listening as always. And also, take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones, and listen to great music, be it heavy or soft. The Progcast is a production of Stuus Media and is presented by the Prague Space. It is produced by Randy M. Salo, Janine Stengel-Lewis, 
Blake Lewis, and Dario Albrecht. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant, and Van Kirsch does our graphics. New episodes of the podcast drop every Monday and Thursday. And don't miss our Friday Top 5 episode where we discuss our favorite new releases from that week. For more interviews and reviews in the written form, check out theprogspace.com.